Hi, and welcome to brand new dance podcast, Live Work. There's a shortage of dance content in the podcast world, and here we attempt to fill the void with useful information, fresh opinion and topical discussion on all things dance in the capital. Each week, I'll be joined by a guest to discuss the latest issues in the dance industry. To stay up to date with the podcast or to sign up for our fortnightly dance jobs newsletter, find us on Twitter at LiveWorkPod. like the age-old debate over whether art subjects still hold a valuable place within the national curriculum and education and the development of young people generally. Back in 2014, the former Education Secretary Nikki Morgan was very vocal about how she felt that arts and humanities held pupils back. And I quote, she said, the subjects to keep people's options open are STEM subjects. These comments were made just as I was graduating uni with a dance degree, so naturally since then I've felt very passionately about disproving her logic. Now in more recent news, Ofsted Chief Inspector Amanda Spielman has said that arts courses promote unrealistic career prospects. So joining me today to discuss the merit of our subjects within the education system and the development of young people is Nick. Nick is the Digital and Audience Engagement Manager for Matthew Bourne's New Adventures, He studied dance at school, he went to the Brit School, he then went to the University of Chichester, which is where we met, and has a dance degree and obviously now a lovely career in dance. So tell us a bit about what you do. Um, So yeah, at the moment working for Mathcorn's New Adventures, so I manage their um, social media channels, create content for the company, um, lots of really exciting stuff, but... What I am really passionate about is advocating dance. What I think is interesting about you is that you you were very practical in your training. You did musical theatre at Brit, is that right? Yeah. Then you did a lot of practical study at Chichester. And now you've still got a very dance-related job, but a lot of it involves skills that aren't necessarily just to do with your dance training. They're skills no. that you picked up along the way, but they're not necessarily performing. Yeah. But I do think I did pick up a lot of them through doing a dance degree because we um, did like dance film and we had to edit our own music. So I do think I was able to pick up skills through just some of the modules like dance journalism, where we had to put together a um, our own publication. And I think just learning those skills kind of gave me insights into other stuff that can be done in the arts. So supporting arts companies, organisations into kind of doing the marketing side, but all helping with selling the shows, promoting all the um, engagement activities. So Yeah, I think that's yeah. where our experience specifically challenges what the Chief Inspector of Ofsted has said, that arts courses promote unrealistic career prospects, because I don't know about you, but I didn't go and take a dance degree thinking I was going to be dance, Darcy Bustle at the end of it. I no. took it because it was a passion and I thought, follow follow what you love and other opportunities will present themselves. And And I think that's right because what I believe at the end of the day is that young people should be um, following what they want to do, like doing the courses and subjects like from GCSE to A-level to university that they enjoy because um, 
at the end of the day, that's what they're going to excel in and get the best marks in. Can you talk a bit about the work that you've done as part of your role at New Adventures with younger people and your experience? Yeah, well, if I backtrack a bit, so when I graduated university, I went and did an internship at Trinity Laban Conservatoire of Music and Dance um, in their Learning and Participation Dance Department. And there was where I kind of fully realised the power of dance and the arts and education because I administrated and helped project manage lots of opportunities for local kids in Lewisham. And just seeing some of the outcomes was amazing. What we saw was how the kids all gained confidence, were able to pick up stuff and it challenged their memory. They had to do problem solving because of the creative tasks and trying to find new ways around each other. And like, there's so many skills that I feel are developed through doing dance. And there's been so many um, research studies and experiments as such that have proven that. And I think people are still ignoring that. All the dance courses you might do at higher education, you get a lot of uh, time with lecturers and you get a lot of time with classmates and you spend a lot of time in the studio compared to people that are doing English or are doing history, which won't get as much study time face to face with a lecturer. You're spending so much time with people all day. It's not something where you could, in theory, complete a whole course without talking to another person if you were yeah. doing... Um, a STEM subject maybe, but integral to the arts is talking to other people, working with other people. In dance, we were literally rolling on top of other people. Yeah. <laughs> like... You're breaking like through a lot of barriers because yeah. yeah, all of a sudden you're being asked to touch someone and be barefoot and all of those things. And yeah, you're, you're being asked your to interact to... with everyone all the time. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're working in retail, if you're working in human resources, if you're working in finance, if you're working in any type of sector, you have to work with people. And so I believe it is the best kind of subject to set you up for doing that. With so many startups out there in the world, hiring youngsters, wanting new grads, you always see these words flown into job specs like creative thinking self-starter diverse and I don't think those words could be more true than within the arts industry to be honest um, yeah I think definitely like arts graduates and dance graduates are more entrepreneurial because they're having to think of lots of different things and if you're going to become a dancer, for example, you've got to think of having a portfolio career because if you're a freelancer, you're not going to be in continuous employment sometimes. So you've got to be able to utilise your skills in different ways. You've yeah, got to and be, be able really to fluid yeah. and use all your skills. Um, I've got to be honest, I do envy people that have gone to uni and taken a very traditional route of study and have, say, gone to study medicine and they leave uni and they know they're going to be a nurse or... They've studied law and they leave uni and they know they want to be a doctor and there's a very defined ladder of education that they climb and then there's a specific job at the end of it. With dance, I think you could probably say the same thing. We both entered it not knowing what was going to happen at the other yeah. end of that three-year period. I think we both just did it because we really loved it. We felt really passionately about it and we both went to a uni that we felt offered a diverse spectrum of learning. Mm. Um, but saying that... I don't know what's better. 
Well, I think um, in the grand scheme of things, you want people doing all of these different courses because if all of a sudden you've just got lots of people doing those courses that are deemed as more employable, such as medicine, um, psychology, accounting, all of those types of different courses, you're going to have lots of people fighting for those quite niche jobs because you've got to be a certain type of person. And then at the same time, you don't want everyone doing art subjects because then you're going to have lots of those kinds of people. I think there needs to be a balance of people doing all of these courses to support the growth of the industry in the UK across the different sectors. I think that's the point we're making here. I think it's easy to get off track for me and you and be like, the arts is better, go study the arts. But the point we're trying to make is that the people higher up in education in the UK are pushing the arts to the side and dismissing it as a reputable uh, route in the education system. And I don't think we want to say it's better or we want to say it's worse. I don't think we should say that it has value and it has merit and it is another option that is just as good as doing science because not everyone's great at science, not everyone's great at tech, not everyone's great at maths. A lot of people aren't critical thinkers. But rather than just saying to people, oh, we'll go and learn a trade then, I think why discourage them from participating in the art? And I do believe that there's been like a huge increase in the number of arts courses um, because you were saying about um, how the sector has grown. Yes, so new figures released by the Department for Digital, Culture, Media and Sport have revealed that the creative industries have grown at nearly twice the rate of the economy since 2010. So this is from an article on the stage. Um, And in 2017, the value of the creative industries to the UK rose to 101.5 billion from 94.8 billion in the previous year. So the sector that they're talking about includes performing arts, film, TV, music, also includes architecture, design, games and museums, which are probably subjects that are half STEM related in terms of education and half um, arts related too. But I think you can't turn around and say that creative industries are lacking because it's clearly no. not true. It's the it's the fastest growing industry. It was the only industry industry that was still expanding when we were in the recession. And I think all of that stuff needs to be realised. And also, slightly off topic, the fact that the NHS um, are starting to use dance therapy as a yes. means of. Um, recovery and I mean, prescribing yeah, dance the lonely, to help loneliness yeah. in the in the elderly um doctors are prescribing dance classes and i think that's so lovely yeah, these think... are all facets of the arts industry that i think a lot of people that are criticizing it don't realize exist either um like things like arts therapies there are so many occupations that come out of studying the arts without you thinking I'm just going to perform I'm just going to direct I'm just going to choreograph obviously that is a lot of people's end goal and people are passionate about that and they want to perform that is great but I think also if anything's going to come out of this if you have studied dance and you are thinking oh god I'm not going to end up on the stage there's so much out there that it equips you for it's unbelievable and I do think that um more can be done in schools to actually tell kids of employment opportunities not just in the arts because recently I went to a local school and um, gave careers talks to all the year 11 students so that was about 400 kids Um, and as part of that 
at the end there was a Q&A and we asked everyone what they wanted to do when they left school and obviously at the age of 16 you don't really know but it was quite interesting listening to their answers because a lot of people just said they wanted to go into accounting or be a finance manager or go into HR. Which is resources. fine. Yeah, but also at the same time, I was talking to them and I was like, but what kind of company do you want to do accounting for or human resources? Because that's so true. That's, you could go and do it for you the can go and do it, yeah. or... you don't that And that's what they don't know because it's not the fact that, okay, go do an arts course and you can work in it somehow like that. It's letting people know... A dance company is more than it's... Yeah. Performers. Yeah, totally. And also just letting kids know that if they've got a passion for arts, but a passion for finance and money and all of that kind of stuff, then it's fine. You can combine the two and be a finance manager for a creative um, company. It doesn't have to be for a big corporate company. Yeah, I definitely think it's about educating young people that it is still a viable route if they've got creative bones inside them, that it's still it's still okay to want to follow that and they might not end up on the stage they might not end up in front of a camera they might not end up selling works of art but they can still be involved in an industry they care about and they're still going to have a value contribution to that and I also think it's about educating our peers because the amount of people I meet and they'll go oh god that's a bit of a strange degree what what did you do then what did you do for three years studying dance and I think it's about educating peers as well to say like, yeah, sure, you might have a history degree, but I worked as hard as you for three years and my degree has as much weight as yours does. Yeah, I think it's all about that balance and ensuring that there's equal standing of all courses. But then at the same time, as I mentioned, there has been like a huge increase in those art subjects at university level. And I think there just needs to be a better distribution in kind of focusing support on those courses that do much better than other courses because that is what I think ruins the perception of going to do those dance courses and arts courses because some are better than the other because universities are a business so people are wanting to do more and more courses because more courses means more students which means more money but then at the same time I think universities need to be vetted a lot better so that only the best courses are at the best places that can support them with the faculty and the um, equipment and all the things you need for that course to be successful. I also think it's quite, it is quite daunting if you're embarking on higher education with all these surveys out there of like where the uni you're looking at ranks. There's ones where you're like, we're first for satisfaction, but we're fifth for postgraduate employment, but we're 12th for this. It's very like, confusing I think there should be a way to debunk all of these weird statistics that go along with dance courses I don't know if you've got any thoughts about that yeah I mean when I was looking at where to study because I went to the Brit school and lots of people went on to do vocational training so at conservatoires and colleges that focus just on the performing arts whereas I think was one of a handful of people looking at going to university. And even in that setting, it was hard to kind of find the best place to go and do that. And yeah, I think there's so many kids, so many courses, it's a real daunting experience. And I don't think another another, um, argument you could say is how you can equip the teachers to be better at 
supporting um, career progressions for their students because when you're a teacher you get taught to teach and be knowledgeable in that subject but then it's really hard to try and push 30 kids into different directions so there needs to be more career fairs more invitations of people coming in mm. to speak to students so that people get first-hand knowledge because a teacher is not going to know what it's like to be an accountant or a marketing person a teacher just knows what they need to teach yeah. so it's a lot of pressure on them and then it's a lot of pressure on the kid because they might be swayed by their peers and their parents and then articles like this from the government saying you shouldn't go and do this so it's a lot of pressure and that's why I believe at the end of the day kids should just be taught to follow their passion and do what they enjoy the most because that's what they're going to succeed yeah, in the most. I think the, the approach to education, especially higher education, is so black and white. It's like, I'm going to go here and I'm going to do this and you almost have to have an answer before you've even taken the degree and left. People expect you to have an answer of what you want to do before you start. And in some careers you do need to. Like if you want to be a doctor, you need, yeah, you need to start knocking it down age 12. Yeah, which is fair enough. I saw a really funny tweet that quoted the Stages article about what Amanda Spielman had said. And it was like, oh, yeah, because everyone goes into PE lessons thinking they're going to play for England in football after. And it's like, exactly why do the art subjects need to be so yeah. black and white in what is expected of them? But everything else can be open to interpretation. And also, you're studying at most from the age of five to the age of 21, if you're going into, like, if you're in the standard, like, generic, general pool of students. So that is what, like, 16 years of your life? And then you're expected to work for... People start working from the age of 16, and now, in our generation, we're not going to retire until probably we're dead. So <laughs> there's a huge weight on what you should be studying, yet you spent the majority of your life working. So there should be more chances to be free and more creative in studying that... So it's another interesting point as well about the fact that, yeah, we are going to be working till the end of days. But I think people see dance as a career that ends age 30 when your body starts yeah. crumbling. Maybe 30 is a bit young. Right. But I also think because a lot of people that embark in um, theatre-based jobs realise that there is, same with sportsmen, that there is sort of like an end date on your practical career. You already start accruing extra skills on your way. Um Working with children, working with adults, teaching, even working with the, el the elderly isn't, like you were saying, there's a lot yeah. of remedial sort of dance at the moment. You're also forging relationships with people, a lot of dancers going to writing about dance. There's so many skills that you pick up without realising along the way that by the time it gets to retirement age, you've got so many strings to your bow that you didn't even realise were possible when you started out. And I do think that that is a benefit of the arts industry. And also what I think is people who are saying this type of stuff who are working in government come from a generation where people stuck to one job for 15, 20, yeah, 25 it's years. And it's a different world now. I don't know anyone in any job, in any sector that has stayed in one place of work for more than three to five years. People are constantly changing and there's nothing stopping you training and doing something else later in your career. Mm. Doing dance at degree level is not going to stop you then becoming a teacher when you're older or going into accounting or pharmacy. 
the arts and dance has such a broad scope for personal development, career development, I think. I just don't understand why people dismiss it so much. There's obviously a gap in certain professions, like you only have to go on to the Get Into Teaching website to see the incentives they're giving people to train to be maths teachers and train to be science teachers. And they're not looking for people to train to be dance teachers. Yeah. And it is really sad. And But also you can see, yeah, sure, there's there are jobs that need to be filled. But you can't force someone that doesn't want to do that job to do yeah. it. You can't tell a child that's really found their home in a dance studio that we don't need any dancers anymore. I think you should go and do this instead. And when I was at school, I was subject to that because I was a high achiever and my grades were one of the best in the year and I was being encouraged to go and do A-level courses, to go and do biology, chemistry, um, geography, psychology and I did that for a year and I hated it and then applied and went to the Brit school and managed to get in and I kept it up. I got in by keeping up my extracurricular while doing an A, doing A-levels for a year and yeah I felt subject to that because everyone was like oh you want to go and do a B-tech? You want to go and do that kind of course and I at first I was like oh maybe I shouldn't be doing that because I'm not going to get paid as much I'm not going to be in a proper job there's going to be a lot of lack of security but really that was complete bullshit quite frankly and I did what I wanted to do and I've been in employment since I left school since I left uni so and I know that's not everyone no obviously but then in every industry there's people that go to study to be a doctor and then they find out it's not for them three years in and it's something they've been working towards since they were 12 and they realized they needed to knuckle down in science lessons people are going to embark on education and people are going to drop out whether it's dance or whether it's something more academic and I think you can't blame the subject for that if I think people just have to follow their passions at the end of the day the government should be encouraging a diverse workforce and people wanting to do lots of different things encouraging employers to be more open-minded as well and not and not just look at a cv look at um, a set of qualifications and take the first impression of that i mean my cv is mad i tell you like i've got the most random a levels i've got a dance degree i've got i was an intern at dance umbrella then i went into marketing and i was an account manager and now i work at a radio station it's probably the weirdest thing to read I've got a set of skills that I've gathered from my experience from my studies that make me really well equipped to do the job I do and I think it's also worth pointing out that everyone in our year has gone on to do such different career pathways it's amazing yeah and I think that shows great they enjoyed three years did a degree in what they enjoyed and then when it came to a career Everyone's gone on and done lots of different things, like working in human resources, being teachers, working at a radio station, working in marketing, working in PR. And they could end up back in the arts again, or even do these jobs for arts companies because of the study route they chose. And I think it's down to the individual a lot of the time as well. You're only going to get to where you want to through your own perseverance and through your own ambition. And you can't teach that. You can't teach someone to be more ambitious, but you can get give them more confidence by doing drama or doing singing or doing dancing because you can see them thrive. And it's also a concentration thing. Like we did a project 
um, with a whole school, like literally a whole primary school, and the teachers, everyone noticed such a different level of concentration from the kids from the beginning to the end of the project, which then spilled into all the other subjects that they were paying attention in. It instills discipline, it instills concentration, doing an arts subject, doing something creative. Oh, definitely. There's no one more scary than a ballet teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone could say they've had a teacher scarier than some of my ballet teachers. So yeah, definitely concentration is something you get from studying dance. Yeah, I think the conclusion basically is that we're not saying, I don't think, that everyone should go and do an arts course. Everyone should go and do a dance degree. No, we're not here to preach. Maybe some of it came across preachy, yeah. but I'm sorry, this is a dance podcast. And obviously we're a tad biased. Maybe I should yeah. have this conversation with someone else and get the other end of the spectrum too. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. But? But at the same time, I think if you're telling everyone to go and going to follow one career pathway then you're going to get a bottleneck at a different career route so why not educate people get people in to talk to students and let them know of the plethora of um opportunities that are out there for all types of career routes yeah and i think if more companies like new adventures which i know a lot of them probably do already send people like you into schools and start educating people from an early age then i think maybe we will overcome the ignorance that there is surrounding art subjects and education so big thanks to nick for joining us on today's podcast and anything else to add no thanks for having me thanks for listening to the first ever episode of live work podcast if you don't already please follow us on twitter at live work pod where you can find out more information about the podcast and more information about our fortnightly dance jobs and